Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Today, let's talk about Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 3, and what it means to walk worthy of our calling. Here's the scripture verses. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So first, let's just take note of the fact that Paul's a prisoner of the Lord, and he's writing from a position of helplessness from a worldly standpoint, but he's writing with great authority as an apostle. And what is he urging us to do? He's urging us to live in a manner that's worthy of the calling we've received in Christ, which is what he is doing while he is a prisoner. And notice, you know, he's not feeling sorry for himself in prison. He's busy with the Lord's work. And here we are benefiting from his labors on our behalf so long ago. Later, when he concludes his letter, he mentions that he's sending a brother to fill them in on how he's doing, that their hearts would be comforted. In other words, he's thinking about their concerns and he's trying to comfort them while he's the one in prison. So I think he is fulfilling these verses of calling for lowliness and gentleness and long-suffering. We can see it in his whole demeanor. But let's look briefly at what Paul describes as walking worthy of the calling we've received as Christian disciples. The King James Version uses the word vocation for calling, and we think of our vocation as our career. And so it is. It's our station that God has chosen for us. And as Christians, we have been called with the calling to follow Christ. And so in order to walk worthy, we need to wear the uniform of Christ. And that's what Paul is describing here of what that uniform looks like of walking worthy. So we are to walk with lowliness, walk with gentleness. The King James Version says meekness. Walk with long suffering. Bear with one another in love. Work to keep the unity of the Spirit. Those are the five things he mentioned. So let's just look quickly at each one of these. First, we're to walk with lowliness, not haughtiness. This, of course, means humility, counting others better than yourselves, looking to the interest of others, putting others first. This is a work of the Spirit, because as Thomas Watson put it, man is a proud piece of flesh. Doesn't come easy for us to be lowly. We look to our own interests quite naturally, and we don't realize how much of a, of a burden we might be to others. So lowliness means we are not above others. Remember, Jesus described himself as meek and lowly in heart. As we cultivate this attitude, we're imitating him. Second, we're to walk with gentleness. Gentleness is a fruit of the Spirit. And like all these attributes of walking worthy of our calling, gentleness is a work of grace, and it goes well with lowliness. Galatians 6.1 says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, 
considering yourself lest you also be tempted. When you're correcting someone who's fallen into sin, do it gently. Do it with a lowly spirit, not with an arrogant, impatient, I told you so spirit. And the King James translates gentleness as meekness, which is also listed as a fruit of the spirit. And again, Jesus described himself this way. Colossians 3.12 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. We are to clothe ourselves in these virtues. So tender mercies, what are those but gentle mercies? And they're in good company with kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering is mentioned next. We're to walk with long-suffering. What does long-suffering mean? Well, it means suffering for a long time with much grace, which would be needed for such a thing, right? It's also a fruit of the Spirit. So this could mean suffering with an affliction, like Paul is, obviously, being in prison. But I think here it might be referring to suffering long with others, forgiving them again and again, and not losing patience with them, being meek when they are arrogant loving them when they are unloving. And this all requires long-suffering or patience. And hasn't God been long-suffering toward us? So again, the Spirit is our source for this grace. Next, bear with one another in love. And this is very similar to long-suffering. It means when someone isn't walking with lowliness, you don't get on your high horse (laughs) to correct them. When someone isn't gentle and bumps into you, you don't retaliate. You bear with one another. You put up with the foibles and the faults and the sins of one another. You cut one another slack. That's what that means. You bear with one another in love. Now, we all know that this is entirely impossible for us to walk this way if we're just relying on our own personality, our own flesh, and our own heart. We just don't have what it takes. We will take offense and will give offense. But God wouldn't have the apostle write these words for us if he did not intend to enable us to do them. And it's truly impossible without the help of the Holy Spirit. And so this is really key. Be filled with the Spirit, or else you will be filled with your own fallible, faulty spirit. And Paul is beseeching us here, which is a very strong word filled with urgency. This is how we keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And isn't that what we want? We want our lives to be peaceful. We want to have unity, and we want it to be a strong bond, a loving bond with one another. So where do we need to keep unity? Well, in your marriage, in your family, with your roommates, your church, your community, your coworkers, really all the others in your life. Love one another. We have to begin with prayer. So, Lord, help me to be lowly, meek, gentle, and long-suffering. And then keep my eyes open for opportunities. Keep my conscience tender for when I am not living and loving others this way so that I can put things right and seek forgiveness. So all of us have so many opportunities every day to walk worthy. And what a great objective. To have before us. Walk worthy before your children. Bear with one another in love. Be lowly, gentle, meek, approachable, tender hearted, 
And that's what the uniform of Christ looks like. So let's wear it and wear it by his grace (laughs) and not because we are good enough to wear it, but because Christ is good enough to bestow it on us. Thank you for joining me today. Blessings on your day. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the audiobook for Nancy's study, Virtuous. Available now on the Canon app.